You can either go to work, do the basics, go home, or you can get more out of it by, by learning more about the, the company, the industry. If the company where you work doesn't provide you with this kind of knowledge, then you can look after it yourself. Make sure that you talk to different departments in your company, talk to the different employees and see, okay, you are working in, in the payments and fraud. Okay. What, what can I learn from that? You talk to the CRM team. What's new right now? What challenges do we have? What are we doing to be better than others? Basically get an overall knowledge of, of the whole product and that will make you a better affiliate manager. I'm John Wright, and you're listening to Affiliate BI, the business intelligence and affiliate marketing podcast brought to you by Statsdrome. So welcome to the Affiliate BI podcast. We're chatting with Sammy Krivenin. He's an expert affiliate marketer with a background in professional poker, leading to building and managing affiliate programs, and is now building affiliate sites. Sammy, welcome to the show. Thanks a lot, John. Uh, happy to be here. I've been... Uh, been a fan of your podcast and listening to some of the previous episodes and um, some some really good guests. So I'm honored to to be included. Thank you. Well, I'm happy to have you on because I've been following your career for quite some time, and I still say this today: when you did affiliate management, you were one of my favorite affiliate managers. You knew your stuff. You replied faster than anyone else. Uh, super professional. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Let's start at the beginning by you choosing to play professional poker and how did this happen? And I like to ask a different question. Like what was your reaction from your friends and family? Yeah, uh, now we're uh, going a bit way back here, but, uh, it started with me working in the land-based casinos in Sweden and, uh, there was a, a crazy poker hype going on there. Um, to give you an example, in uh, every year in Sweden, they announce uh, a certain item to be the, the Christmas gift of the year. And in 2005, it was a poker set in the, in the whole country. So it was quite a phenomenon. And uh, naturally, by, by working in the casino, I got involved in poker and started playing uh, on the side. And uh, thanks to some uh, skillful friends, uh, I... Uh, Get to learn the important parts of uh, how to play successfully, and eventually it took the, the step to start playing uh, full time. And uh, the reaction at the time, I mean, it was um, mostly positive, I would say, uh, especially from the the friends uh, of mine, because uh, they were most of them were also involved in poker and. And around 2005, six, seven, there was some lot of home games going on. People were playing. So it was, I guess it was kind of a cool thing. And, um, one good thing we did about, uh, the whole situation that we could play full time was that instead of sitting in Sweden, we all went together to live in Argentina in Buenos Aires and play there like a poker team online and uh, we're in Australia. So there was a lot of fun that came out of it too. That is amazing. I, I remember I got the chance to travel in a similar way, but when I started 20 years ago, it, it was negative reaction. Um, family were super disappointed. I just graduated with a degree in engineering and they're like, how could you do this? And even friends, they were like, this is stupid. And 
maybe it's all about timing because I think back then poker, online poker was just starting to get off the ground. And like you said, it was cool. I started when people were just thought like, this is the sketchiest thing ever. Yeah. You were, you were really early then. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I think it was uh, Chris Moneymaker that, that helped to give that boom uh, globally, or at least in the US and Europe, where people really started playing and, and look at poker in a different way. It was more on TV with uh, the World Poker Tour and all that. So, but yeah, I can, I can imagine if you were too early, then uh, you had some funny looks at you. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think Chris Moneymaker actually made online gambling normal. Uh, he basically set the stage and changed everything, in my opinion. Exactly. exactly. So I want to ask, what did you learn about the iGaming industry from your poker days that made you want to consider a career on the other side of the fence? Well, in, in my case, uh, it uh, happened uh, quite naturally since um, working in a land-based casino led me to playing poker. And then uh, by a uh, bit of a coincidence, I ended up in Malta. Uh, a friend of mine from Sweden wanted to move here to start working in the industry. And uh, now we're in 2009. And uh, poker was uh, already then getting harder. And I did also realize that I need to do something else. I can't play poker uh, online for forever. So. Uh, it was a natural step for me to, to look into working in the online gambling industry, uh, since there was uh, companies based here in Malta, but, uh, it was very different back then, because even though I had the quite extensive uh, background in gaming and, and, and quite a lot of knowledge, uh, it wasn't easy to, to find a job back then, even if you wanted to start from scratch, let's say from uh, support departments. And if you now fast forward to 2023, you see these uh, Facebook groups, uh, for example, there's one called uh, Malta Svenskar, Malta Swedes, and uh, someone posts there and says, hi, my uh, son is thinking of moving to Malta and uh, wants to start working in gaming. Can anyone help him? And five minutes later, there's like four replies from recruiters. So things have definitely changed from when I first came here and started working. I think it's uh, rare to, to, for someone like right now to have experience as a professional gambler, work in the affiliate management on the operator side and running affiliate sites. And just wanted to ask, uh, how would you say that's an advantage to what you do today? Yeah, I, I think all of that um, combines to, to having an overall understanding on what from being a player, you, you have a certain uh, mindset, uh, even if uh, poker is a uh, mainly skill-based game, you still have uh, situations where the, the, gambl the gambler inside of you take uh, decisions that maybe you shouldn't and, and, and so on. So uh, you, you understand the mindset of, of uh, real players and after working for uh, about 10 years in, in as an operator, I know the ins and outs of uh, how it is to run an uh, online casino or, or sports book and uh, all the different departments, what they do and uh, the challenges basically that maybe other affiliates don't think or know about, uh, what kind of costs are involved and, and so on. And then when building my own affiliate websites, uh, I tried to 
package all of that uh, and to, to create sites that uh, keeps all those factors in mind, basically. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's kind of like a, like a self, um, what's the word, deprecating question for me or for you that reflects on me where I have the background of professional gambling, operator experience, affiliate experience, and anyone that I've met that has all three of it, it's, uh, it's like a secret weapon. You can pretty much touch anything and your insights into the space are just, uh, really rich. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So what are your thoughts on SEO, uh, for affiliate marketing and iGaming? Do you think this is part of the business that's maybe saturated or you need too much money to, to have to compete? And it's definitely getting harder. Uh, if you compare now to the early days, if we go to say 2009, 10, 11, 12, uh, I think the, the guys uh, that did affiliate websites back then had a much easier time, basically. And uh, now you're competing with uh, big companies with massive budgets, uh, and, and there's a lot of, uh, players that are affiliates that's that's tried to get, you know, a piece of the, the overall pie. And, 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 the, I think a big change is that, uh, trying to rank for the big keywords is, uh, if not impossible, a very difficult task. So nowadays you have to try to, to find the more niche ways, uh, to, to target players through, through SEO. Um, I believe it's still possible, but, uh, it's, uh, you have to be really good and know what you're doing basically. Yeah, I agree. I think it, it's a mixture of having the knowledge to, to know what to do, to know what keywords to target. And my belief is that it just requires a lot more work. It wasn't as easy as it was 10 years ago. So I don't think it's impossible, but I think you actually just have to at least work harder and you got to work smart in the sense of. You got, you got to know your stuff. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there, there's, uh, you, you, I believe that if you create content that players will enjoy, uh, it will eventually rank and, and good things might happen from that. But you also need to keep the, the factors in mind that uh, Google looks at. So, uh, you can't ignore one or the other. It needs to, you need to include both basically. So, uh, create good stuff that, uh, you know, real people want to read if you're, if you're uh, creating your own content and, uh, look at, uh, what, uh, Google is asking for, because they're quite open nowadays, if what, what their ranking factors are. So, uh, work, work after that. Basically. Yeah. I think what you said is very on point that, you know, real people want to connect with real people. And I think what, what's being lost in. The whole SEO space is that people keep forgetting that branding is an extension of sales and branding, I think is what's going to help people resonate with you. And I think, uh, this is what Google's basically trying to say over and over again is going, you have eat, you have topical authority. And I think these things are becoming more prominent. Mm. Makes sense. No, for sure. So going to the operator side, I wanted to ask, um, what do you think operators need to do to, uh, better today to stay relevant? So it's not just that they look, want to get more affiliates promoting them, but so they can actually get more prominent exposure on parts of their sites or parts of the traffic that actually matter. 
Mm. Well, if, if we look at uh, affiliate marketing, um, it's very much, much, uh, sales oriented. So, uh, if you work uh, with, uh, especially the, the biggest affiliates, they, they often tell you that, uh, these are the rates and, uh, you know, you want position one, this is what you have to pay and so on. But when it comes to medium, smaller sized affiliates, I think, uh, what is often lost is that you, let's say if you take it from an affiliates manager perspective, um, you to move away a bit from just the sales uh, pitch, uh, make sure that you have a proper understanding of the product that you are selling here and, uh, focus on the, the other selling point, like, uh, is your company putting a lot of effort in, uh, in conversion rates? Uh, then discuss that with the affiliate that, uh, maybe we're not going to pay you the most, but if you look at our data and, and you show the data to the, to the affiliate you talk to you with, look at our conversion, conversion rates, uh, you're going to see that even if we pay less, you're going to still make more, or maybe the company that you are representing, um, has an amazing gamification tool or, or a loyalty program. Make sure you learn about uh, the what your what what are the the strong points of the brand that you are working for, and uh, explain to the affiliates that okay uh, again maybe we're not paying the most but if you look at the the overall lifetime value of the players if you send those clicks to us it's going to be higher because of this and that so I think that uh, those are the 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 ways that sometimes is forgotten that. Uh, it's too much focus on, on this, on the, the, the rates, the selling prices. Um, and, uh, they for, sometimes forget that uh, there's other factors that can affect an affiliate what what uh, positions and brands they push. I agree. Uh, going, uh, full circle back to your experience as an affiliate manager and now being an affiliate where you get to work with affiliate managers. What do you think uh, affiliate managers need to do today to not just be more relevant, but to do their job better? Mm -hmm. I think that's a bit uh, connected to what we just discussed. Uh, it's, it's a bit about, um, what you want as an, as an employee, because, uh, you can either go to work, do the basics, go home, or you can get more out of it by, by learning more about the company, the industry, if the company where you work doesn't provide you with this, uh, kind of knowledge, then you can look after it yourself. Make sure that you talk to different departments in your company, talk to, uh, what the different employees and see, okay, you are working in, in the payments and fraud. Okay. What, what can I learn from that? You talk to the CRM team, uh, what's new right now? What challenges do we have? What are we doing to be better than others? Uh, basically get an overall knowledge of, of the whole product and, um, that will make you a better affiliate manager. And, uh, also, um, keep in mind that loyalty is important. Uh, the last five, six years or, or even more than that, uh, we have seen a lot of affiliate managers changing jobs very easily because, uh, there's been new brands popping up and, uh, maybe you get a bit more paid if you just uh, jump over to the next company and still do the same job. But, uh, 
if you stay in, in one place a bit longer and, and, and develop and learn there, it will benefit you in the long term. Uh, next time when you change the job, your, your mm -hmm. new potential em employers will look at your CV and, and say, okay, this guy doesn't jump around from one to another every uh, company every year. This one actually stays longer and, and look what a good results and job he has done. And uh, in the, in then that will probably benefit you more. I think I agree. That sounds very insightful. And when you think about some of the, the affiliate managers that affiliates do like, um, I think the ones that we don't like in particular are ones that are changing jobs every six months. It's like, I can't keep track of what you're doing. You're constantly pitching a, a new brand. Um, like mm -hmm. every year or less. And, uh, I think it's kind of, um, yeah, I think that kind of rubs off in the wrong way, but I think going back to what you said about, uh, the skill sets, I actually believe a lot of affiliate managers today don't do what you said, which is to be curious to go, what do I not know? What can I learn? And I think a lot of them, maybe they just sit back and they're like, I expect my management to tell me what to do. So maybe you have good, uh, management that helps that, but I think affiliate managers need to take ownership and say, what can I do to be better? What can I learn? What tools are out there? And even networking with other affiliate managers. Yes, absolutely. Uh, there's, I don't think there's enough of those kind of events where people can meet up and, and discuss things. And, uh, I think that the onboarding is sometimes, uh, not the best leader because, uh, for being such an important uh, department of a, of a gambling company, it's somehow neglect, neglected a bit sometimes. Uh, when you start out as a new affiliate manager, you often learn the basics from your uh, head of affiliates or, or your manager that you're reporting to. And if that person hasn't uh, gotten the right start from, then you might start working a bit in that disadvantage from right away. Um, I, th I think there's been a few tries to, to set up, uh, programs where you teach affiliate managers about, uh, the, the do's and don'ts and how to be, become a good, uh, you know, affiliate manager. But, uh, I think, I think there's more to do there. Basically. I agree. Uh, I took a couple of notes there because I've been thinking about this for, for years. Okay. Yeah. So I, I think there's something there for sure. Over last, over the last 20 years in iGaming, we've seen waves of affiliates. And I mean, this probably applies to all other industries where, uh, the dinosaurs ranked just by existing. And then there's ones that they're excelled at SEO in the last 10 years. Um, what do you think is going to be changing, uh, today? That's going to be different. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that, that's a bit, uh, what we discussed earlier too. I think, um, you, you can't as a small or a new affiliate, you can't go after the, the big keywords and compete, uh, on the same way as the big ones too. You can basically copy paste what they're doing and think that you're going to have uh, success. You need to find some kind of niche where you provide the players with some kind of value that maybe doesn't exist yet. Uh, I think that's where you have a chance to, to do good results. Uh, but copy paste, pasting existing things. Uh, I, I don't believe that's the, the recipe to succeed. I agree. I, I think, um, 
when you mentioned value, I think value needs to extend beyond just content and content can still be video. And I do think um, that's something a lot of affiliates aren't doing. But I think when you think about some of the new affiliates that are in the market today, some of them, they have apps. It's kind of like we built a utility for players and it ends up being their indirect way of affiliate marketing. So I think it's uh, we're past the age of exchange of information. I think uh, uh, players and people today, we expect exchange of value to be there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. I think yeah, players also evolved. So um, instead of uh, just looking for uh, the best bonuses and always playing the same slots or the same games, uh, people want to know a bit more about things. And uh, if if they get that uh, knowledge from someone who's an expert or an authority, that will make it even more interesting. Uh, you can you can change that from gambling to any other industry, and I think uh, see the same things. Uh, I'm, I'll take a note there because I, I know a couple of affiliates that I'm coaching, and uh, what you just said there was a very spot-on point that I think new affiliates starting out should pay attention to. Mm -hmm. So I want to ask, uh, within the next two years, uh, I think data science is going to play a key role in which affiliates will reach another level of revenue. Would you agree with that opinion? Yes. Um, and, and we can see that uh, already that uh, these things have evolved from, from the, the early days when you check one affiliate program at a time and, and try to analyze the date, and now you have more sophisticated tools like, like, uh, stats drum, uh, where you get uh, a clear overview of, uh, of all your links and all that data. And it even tells you if there's any patterns or that you should uh, keep an eye on or, uh, which you maybe not have, should have spotted yourself. So, so I think, uh, these things will just get more advanced with time for sure. So the last question is, what do you see as the future of affiliate marketing as it intersects with business intelligence? Mm -hmm. uh, well, it's, it's the same there uh, from analyzing data yourself, uh, the, the tools gets more sophisticated. So you get more of um, automatic help basically. So even if you are, let's say if you are as an affiliate or very skillful in certain areas, but uh, maybe you lack, uh, you know, skills in, in other things like basically analyzing and ev evaluating data and you have these uh, new tools that th do the work for you, uh, which is great. And, uh, I'm sure that, uh, especially the bigger companies already uh, were quite advanced in that area and we will see the rest of the industry follow along. So what tools, given that you've got experience on the affiliate manager and the affiliate side, uh, what, what tools would you say the affiliate managers should be using and what tools do you think affiliates could be using as well? Yes. Um, for, for SEO, I, I am personally a fan of Ahrefs. Uh, that's the one that I've been focusing on and, uh, just by learning the basic in a tool like that, as an affiliate manager, you can, uh, in, in a few seconds, understand what kind of affiliate you're just talking with, what, what are their traffics, what, what are they ranking on? What are the keywords? 
uh, instead of focusing on being listed on the homepage, maybe you should be focusing on completely different uh, pages where this affiliate actually has the traffic. Uh, and uh, this is something that I think uh, isn't too widely known or, or uh, common knowledge, but uh, it should be, and it will make, uh, it, it will lead to affiliate managers making better decisions and uh, it will benefit the, the company that they work for, basically. And uh, for affiliates, there, there's uh, plenty of tools to, to look after and uh, the, the, apart from the, the SEO and tracking tools, there's also different heat maps that you can use to say, to analyze what can, what, what is the, how, how is the behavior of your traffic on the site? What kind of uh, changes do I need to do? And, and, uh, I think, uh, you should not be afraid of using external help as well. Uh, there are companies that specialize in certain areas. Uh, and if you have the, the possibility to, to board or use them, you should sometimes reach out and see how they can help you. You might get some new knowledge that you weren't aware of. Solid points on both sides of that question. Uh, Sammy, thank you so much for doing this. I want to pass it back to you to ask, how can people get a hold of you? Uh, I think the, the easiest way is basically to add me on LinkedIn and uh, just uh, send me a message there. I will, I will get back to you. Very fast. And uh, I'll make sure uh, those are included in the show notes so you can find them there. Perfect. Thanks a lot, Jim. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Yeah, this was fun. Thanks a lot. Thank you for tuning in to the Affiliate BI podcast. I'd like to take this time to ask for a small favor to leave a rating and review wherever you listen to your podcast. That helps us expand our reach to rank higher in podcast directories and reach more listeners.